Today on Comp, we have Oscar snubs, milk tweets, and bank runs. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How you doing today? Pretty good. Yeah? Feeling pretty good about myself. About yourself? Yeah. Seems a little smug. Why yeah. is that? Because <laughs> I, I was a good Samaritan today. What? Or yesterday, actually. I was a good Samaritan yesterday. You were a good Samaritan? Yeah. Like like, like, like a volunteer? Like, like were you lollipopping at a hospital? <laughs> what do they call it? Candy striping. <laughs> They don't call it lollipopping, I guess. They call it candy striping. You were candy striping in a cancer hospital? No, candy stripers get paid. No, they're, they're not, volunteers. They're not good Samaritans. They're volunteers. Can't, why, why, who would take the job of candy striper? <laughs> it's a degrading situation. What do they even do? Aren't they basically cafeteria workers? No, like, I, I think they clean bedpans. Oh, okay. I think they scrub bedpans. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> and, they, and they clean the, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I don't want to get into it. It's, it's the early part of the show. I can't start describing bedpans on the show. Mm. We'll get, well, the guide, the community guidelines, Lucy, you understand. We'll, we'll be demonetized. But uh, what, what did you do? Why were you so Samaritan? I helped a little old man cross the street today. What or little, yesterday. What little old man? What are you talking about? There was a little old man. He was stuck in a snowstorm. Stuck at an intersection in New York City, in the big bad city, and I and I helped him across the street. Did you kick him down first? <laughs> Why would I kick him down? I first? don't know. Maybe because he made Google eyes at you, or what do they call Google, it? Google. What, what do they call? Oggled you? Oggled me. Um, hey, hey, take your male gaze off my ass, old man. I almost thought he was going to be a problem. Really? Because he was kind of like he was. I was saw him out the, like in my peripheral vision. I saw him kind of like chatting at me. But, oh, I was. but I couldn't see him. I couldn't see how, how small and old he was. What was he saying? Hey, mommy. <laughs> hey, mommy. I think he was Russian. Hey, madre. <laughs> madre. But uh, he just kind of, like, came up next to me, and, like, and as I was about to start came, crossing. Wait, he did what next to you? <laughs> he came up next to me, and as I was about to start crossing the street, he just kind of, like, grabbed, grabbed my what? arm as they were clinging to me. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm helping you cross the street. This seems, this seems grotesque. They say that they say that women are all hypersensitive about being touched, but but we can we can we know when the context is right. <laughs> this is this was the proper context. He was a little old man. He needed help. How little? He was like a head shorter than me. Shorter than well, head shorter he, than you, or at least it felt like he was a head. What shorter. was he? A shrunken man? <laughs> was he the guy from Beetlejuice? What is this? <laughs> he was like I I mean. You sure, way. you sure it wasn't like a giant tree sloth kicking your arm? Look, he may have in reality been like 5'5", five five, but he was all hunched over. Right. But um, you, you, you weren't there to correct his posture. You were there to let him grab you <laughs> and then walk him across the street like a dog. <laughs> did, he, did he thank you at least? No. I, w- once, we got o- when we, once we got crossed, uh, he started to kind of turn towards the other way, mm. like the other crosswalk. <laughs> okay. He's going back across the street? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did he want your help? Well, it's like it, once he got to, we got to the corner, like he started to turn towards the other crosswalk, oh. you know. And um, I was like, I was actually like, ta- I was saying, like, do you need help crossing there now? Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like smiling, and but then he just grabs hold of another woman, and they just take off. 
Did it make you feel like meat? I mean, it made me feel a little bit used. Yeah. But like, but Will you, know. you ever help anyone ever again? Yeah, it was nice. I, it doesn't sound. It sounds like you were. It sounds like you were assaulted, and then <laughs> not even thanked for your time. <laughs> this guy treated you like you were, ch- uh, you know, some kind of, you know, just pr- what do you call someone you put upon? You put like you know, some, like a candy striper. He treated you like a candy striper, <laughs> washing bedpan. Like his, a common his, candy striper. His arm was a bedpan, and you washed it. <laughs> Have you ever helped an old lady cross the street or anything? I think I've you know told. I, I yelled at an old lady once. <laughs> I was very aggressive, I, old lady, because this old lady was. We we're at a post office, and uh, <laughs> that was not the question. By the way, <laughs> the question was not, "Have you ever yelled at an old woman?" Well, I don't because I, I know the. I already knew the answer to that. Absolutely, I might have. I mean, look, I don't, I don't, I don't go around keeping track of every person I, I help because I, I don't do it for that. But well, I do it for the love of the game. Uh, but I do remember I helped a postal worker. Mm. I defended him against an old woman who was being very abusive towards him. Uh, something to do with a package. It was years ago. I mean, I was a younger man. a little more brash. I probably wouldn't necessarily do it now. I would let the postal worker fend for himself. <laughs> but she was being very rude to him and very mean. How mean I, was she being? What was she saying? She was just being very degrading. She, she wasn't like a helpless old woman. She was mm. one of these... Long Island old women who were just abusive, terrible people. Mm. And uh, I started screaming obscenities at her. Uh, I think I might have said something about getting cancer. You should get, I think I used, I, I, you know, to give credit where credit I, I, you know, from, uh, what's that movie? King, uh, yeah. King of Comedy. You should get cancer. I hope you get cancer. I think I was probably inspired by that. And like, I, I started screaming, why don't you get fucking cancer? Like, yeah. the fuck and, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was my good deed for the day. That is a good deed too. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. You know, yeah, it's all about context. That's probably a decade ago. I should do that more. Sometimes it's the right thing to help an old man. Sometimes it's the right thing to screw to yell at an old lady. The old people need to be um, organized better. They're just kind of haphazard. They need they need purpose. Mm. Why you know everyone like tries to like worries about the young. How come no one worries about the old? The old are much more influ- influence than the young. You know what I mean? Like people are always like with, with TikTok and like and all these like apps, mm. all the young people and like even with John Morant and it's like, oh, he's waving a gun. What about he's influencing the kids? The kids are you you you, you pay good money for so like for someone who's able to influence kids. Mm. And I don't mean, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I don't. I'm saying companies do. I mean companies. <laughs> Companies who are able to like to actually because kids famously don't give it like shit about what you like you know you're trying to sell them a lot of the time. Yeah, they can also be dumb. And, but what I'm saying is, old people though they buy plates, they buy commemorative coins, mm. they fall for every uh poli- you know every, every stupid new from MSNBC to Fox News on either side. They just they're just falling for every stupid trap. Yeah, they're in the mall walking, you know probably probably buying Orange Julius. They don't even know what's in it. <laughs> You know, old people need to be, that's who needs to be regulated. Young people understand apps, you know? Right. They're doing their thing, like, you know. Or their their brains have just been fried so much that they're no longer, like, good consumers. They're no longer, like, reliable consumers. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm not saying they think for themselves. They just don't listen to, like, but they're not listening to you. Right. You know what I mean? But old people, you can get an old person to do anything. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
Uh, mean, have you heard about that old like AI thing where it's like a AI old people? <laughs> where it's like AI scams where like a uh, old people are getting called by like AI voice AI voices that are like <laughs> imitating their loved ones and basically saying like Wait, I'm imitating their loved ones. Yeah, basically saying like I'm in trouble. Like I need like wow, I need help. Like can you send me like this much money? Let, let them try that on me. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, it's Lucy, I need help. You're a robot. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm trapped on a train. It's like the people who are get gonna... lost. How nine thousand? <laughs> the people who are gonna, you know, inherit the earth truly are the people who, like, you know, know not to c- care about their families. Like, yes. it's, it's just gonna get used against you in the future. That's one of the beatitudes. You're quoting Jesus Christ's <laughs> famous beatitudes: "The meek shall inherit the earth." And Lucy's addendum is uh, family ain't shit. <laughs> family ain't shit. Make money. <laughs> money over everything. That's, be, that's that's from the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, so yeah, so you helped this old man, and he's uh, you think he's still alive, or you think he's he's bed as maker by now? That was I, yesterday, right? I mean, I just keep imagining him just going in the like that little square all day. Yeah, he probably like, like just dosy doing. He it sounds like you're you're part of some scam. It sounds like this guy goes around being, you know, just, just like, just trying to find someone who's like, I mean, he, he's waiting for some woman to like, re, like to, to react in the wrong way. So he can kind of get like, she, he wants a woman to hit him. Mm. He wants to be like, he's one of these guys who likes CBT. <laughs> CBT? Yeah. Wait, wait, what's CBT? Hack and ball torture. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, and, and he wants, he, he would have loved it. You know, he wants he, somebody to milk him. I don't think it's, oh, is that milking. Well, we'll get to that later. We'll get to the milk in a bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm glad you survived that. Um, that goes against everything I've ever taught you about living in the city. Yeah. That old man was, you know, he might as well have been. If you check yourself for leprosy, <laughs> it's very contagious. By the way, I hope you're not a leper now. <laughs> Imagine that two months before the wedding, you. Oh, she, Lucy got leprosy. No, we're still we're still gonna do it. What what is leprosy? Um is yeah, it, did they ever give it like a real name? I don't think so. I think uh, yeah. What's what's leprosy? I'm going to look, look that up. up. Look up what leprosy is. I know it is, I know it's like so open sores and uh some kind of you know, your neck it turns to goo or something. That can't be right. Hansen's disease. Hansen's disease. So they actually ended up naming it after someone. Did one of the members of Hansen get leprosy? The the Umbot band? <laughs> Why is it called Hansen's disease? I don't know. Why did Hansen get the get the win on that? He probably is a guy who like you know injected a bunch of old people with leprosy cells. Yeah. And like some kind of you know with some subterfuge, <laughs> and then he, they named it, he did a study. Like I got a bunch of old people to show up to my uh, stop the steal rally, <laughs> and I fed them a bunch of weird bread or whatever. However you get leprosy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So you did your deed. You want a medal? Um, You're not yes. getting one. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, we have to address, uh, even though, look, uh, I'm going to say this now. It's a good time, and I'm going to use the graphic, to subscribe to our show. Uh, it's on YouTube or, or on you know Spotify or a podcast app. Hit the click button. Hit the click button. <laughs> uh, you know, notifications, uh, tell you to watch the show, whatever it is. That's, that's, that's part of the business. <laughs> 
I'm smooth as silk, aren't I? Oh, here he is. Just got that buttery voice. <laughs> Look, uh, we need money. Help <laughs> us make money. Uh, I'm your I'm your AI wife. I mean, I mean, I'm your, I'm your wife. Please help us. Uh, I'm not a trouble. robot. <laughs> we're in trouble. We should yeah, we should try that for the show, just to get people to subscribe. We'll use AI chatbots. Hey, this is your dead wife. Please subscribe to Gump. <laughs> oh my god can we do that can we get like someone's can we like someone who's like a widower right mm. can we be like hey like in, in his dead wife's voice be like i just i, I just, I'm, I'm in heaven don't worry about me but i just think i really feel very strongly that you should subscribe to comp the <laughs> podcast uh and youtube show i just think you'd like it um it's just anyway don't 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 everything's fine otherwise uh don't don't bother telling me about the kids I'm sure they're fine. Can we? Is, is that like if these scammers can do it? Why can't we? You're right. How I much does it cost to buy a a chat computer or an <laughs> a AI chat, chat computer? computer? Whatever. I mean, don't you need like some kind of supercomputer? Can I run this off of like a Dell? I think you might be able to run it off a Dell. Like a 2006 point. Dell laptop. That'd be nice. Uh, anyway, subscribe. But um, yeah, look. On the Patreon, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash raycom. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. So that's pretty nice. Mm. And I bring it up to say, you know, we talked about the Oscars. Uh, we mentioned it last week is why we have to you know, I'm addressing it now. And we went in depth on the Oscars on our Patreon. We're going to cover it a little bit right now, a couple of things we left off. But we have a full hour going go to the depravity. That we, people think last year's was, was, a, was a weird Oscar. I mean, one person got slapped. Yeah. I feel like the entire world got slapped. Uh, in, in this year's Oscars, so you know it's a little, it's a little big, it's a little bigger deal in my opinion. I know I'm in the minority, uh, but yeah. So the Oscars, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. A movie I declared my uh, disdain for uh, won everything. Almost. Yeah, every, almost Pretty everything. Much every all at important once. thing at one. Yeah, and uh, hot dog hands. Congratulations, Craig. I, I know when I'm beaten. Congratulations to the hot dog hand movie. <laughs> Whatever it's called, uh, <laughs> you just said the name. <laughs> well, uh, that's called uh, throwing shade in the business. If you knew, uh, you're too busy helping old men to throw shade. Yeah. Uh, but another, you know, besides the fact that that movie, that travesty of a movie, won, in my opinion, Lucy, Lucy thinks it's fine. I I think it's fine, but uh, but I do think I think the way people talk about it is insane. Like yeah. Um. I think you're insane for thinking it's fine. But that's besides <laughs> but, the point. Because there's a bigger but, fish to fry right now. The Oscar. Bigger fish to fry. No, that's a saying, right? Yeah. That's, that's a, a weird saying. That's a saying, yeah. It's a bigger fish to fry. Don't doubt yourself. I feel like a fry cook. Uh, the Oscars have their in memoriam every year, right? You know what this is. It's when they, they round up the dead people, like ghosts, and they put them into a little uh, mo video montage. Yeah. And then and they love to just, you know, parade the dead. Like you're hey, remember this guy from the from Birth of a Nation? Well, now he's dead. Let's 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 play some piano music, right? Mm. Well, this year they left off a few people. People got snubbed. Usually, when you hear about a snub, it's some guy who was like you know a key grip on like you know uh, some Tarzan movie in the forties. And like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, your grandpa, your grandpa's in hell right now, and he's not getting in memoriam. That's why I say <laughs> to this family, but. This year, let's just bring this up. We have a, a bunch of people. Should we, should we play this clip, I guess? Let's bring this up. 
Fan favorite mobsters, rising stars, and tragic icons. On the biggest night in Hollywood, the Oscars and Memoriam segment had some major snubs. The Academy Awards are designed to celebrate the most outstanding. How do I get her? She has a nice voice. Can I get her to voice myself as on the Gump Show? Can I be <laughs> typing into the into a computer and like she just says whatever I'm saying? And she's the one screaming like, so I and I yell kind of old woman <laughs> at the post office. That might help the show. Yeah. Anyway, smooth voice. Ending work in entertainment, on top of saluting the best performances and talent from a given year, every ceremony also features a moment of reflection to honor the most notable filmmakers who passed away that year. The 95th edition of the Academy Awards featured an emotional in memoriam segment set to a musical performance by Grammy winner Lenny Kravitz and a heartfelt introduction from John Travolta. I he thought I thought crazy. I thought he was a, like a man who'd come to like do violence. <laughs> when I saw, I, I, we were watching the whole broadcast. And I, I was on my phone at one point. I was probably playing chess or whatever. And I was like, oh, Travolta. Like, ah, good, Travolta's here. I look up for like a second. I'm like, oh, I literally like gasped. Yeah. When I saw his, like, this, he looks, I mean, he doesn't look objectively terrible. He looks menacing, though. Yeah. Somebody, somebody should really put him in a movie now. I mean, yeah, he, he, he could play like a, like a homeless, he, a guy who hurts homeless people or a guy who hit, hurts women. Well, didn't he play a homeless guy who hurts people? Uh, the fanatic, I think the, it was called. Yeah, the fanatic. He well, I, he wasn't homeless. He has a little, he had a little layer in that movie, mm. and he and he but he was uh he was going after Devin Sawa, mm. uh, from Final Destination and other movies and, and and slackers. Idle hands. Idle hands. That was it. Man, I'm not sure he was in Final. Whatever. Devin I think he was in Final Destination. Well, yeah. he did he did a good job in this movie. I, I want I want more Sawa in my life and less Travolta. <laughs> The montage highlighted a long list of icons like Olivia Newton-John, James Caan, Angela Lansbury, Raquel Welch, Wolfgang Peterson, and songwriter Burt Bacharach, along with many... He's not even in the movies! Who yeah. Burt Bacharach? What, 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 you went the theme song to some World War II movie where they use a lot of slurs? other industry favorites, but 2023's In Memoriam also made some blatant omissions. There was no mention of Saving Private Ryan star Tom Sizemore, who... Well, that's because, he, you know, how did he die? Where was he found? How, how did he die? I don't know, but, I mean, how much you want to, did he have a, I, I don't want to assume he had a bloated corpse. Let's look it up for a second. Let's bring, let me, let's print this up. Print, look, just. Well, then you don't have to show the bloated corpse. I know, but, I mean, it's in people's minds. Let's, let's see how Tom Sizemore died. Providence, same. What, what do you got here? He died in a hospital. It can't be that bad. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, look, he had a drug problem, and that's not. That's not. He a had crime. a brain aneurysm. That's a, like that's a wholesome way to die. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a. Ho I mean, sure, I, drugs never cause a brain aneurysm. I don't care. I'm not did, a cop. Oh, did, did his family blame the vaccine? Maybe that's. Oh, why. maybe <laughs> did, did, did did Cindy Sizemore, whoever, start like you know a little YouTube career afterwards? <laughs> he got the he got the jab, and now he's jib. I don't know. Anyway. Well, uh, R.I.P. Sizemore. I like him. He was in, he was in uh, Black Hawk Down. What else is he good in? He's in Natural Born Killers. I'm a big Sizemore head. You know? Mm. How do we get back to this? Who died at 61. And Haish, the Donnie Brasco and Volcano star who enjoyed a lengthy career in both film and television, was also nowhere to be seen. Well, and Haish died in a fiery uh, inferno, right? Yeah, I mean, didn't she like? Yeah, she she crashed her car. Well, she crashed her car into a house, I think. 
And then th- there was a fire, and then she didn't get out. I'm not blaming her for not getting out. But I, she was, like, really burnt up, right? Oh, yeah. No, she, she um, you know, I, when I worked at the morgue, I'll take a hit. Out of respect, I'll take a hit off the, off the screen when I say this. But I, I used to have people who were burned, and, they were, and it, it is very, it smells like barbecue, like burnt barbecue. That's yeah. kind of nice. It is. Honestly, it's not the worst. It smell. It's got to be a nice break from like the the rot of yeah corpse. No, I mean honestly, if you if you if you ask me like, oh, you want a rotted, unburnt corpse or a burnt corpse? I'll take the burnt one every time. <laughs> I'd much prefer the, like that. It's ironic because burnt burning to death seems to be a very horrible horrible way to go. Mm. Horrible. <laughs> it's not great. What? <laughs> 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 like no. butter. Hold on, hold on. Tell me, tell me, tell me that like my loved one has, been, has died in the fire. <laughs> um, or don't tell me your like your loved one died in the fire. Um, my my uh my loved one died in a fire. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm trying to improv. Here. We already did it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of me sounding like a some kind of you know. Feudal, a feudal peasant. <laughs> anyway, is there more of these people left off? Yeah. She was oh, 53. Yeah. Other legends of their craft, Leslie Jordan, Gilbert Gottfried, Cindy Williams, Paul Sorvino, Tony Sirico, and... Paul, Fred- Paul Sorvino, I mean, Tony Sirico was like a minor part in Goodfellas. You could argue he's more of a TV. He's, he's Paulie on Sopranos. Mm. But how do, you, how do you leave off Paul Sorvino? That's I mean, crazy. I can't think of a lot of great things he was in besides Goodfellas, but he's in good. He's a key part of Goodfellas. Yeah, it's one of the greatest films. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, what is their standards here? Burt Baccarat? <laughs> Insane. What do you think about how 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 um, egregious is leaving Gilbert Gottfried off? You think? I mean, I love the guy. He, look, to be fair, to be fair to Gilbert Gottfried, he was the voice of that parrot, wasn't he? In the, one of those things, the goose. The goose, or wasn't it the Lee Affleck? They, they they fired him because of his untoward t- t- tsunami jokes. Mm. But he was the Affleck duck. Yeah. Oh right, he was the parrot in Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a it's a beloved children's film. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like, the, 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 he was one of the raunchiest men to ever walk the earth. You know, if you, if you look up raunchy in the dictionary, it's uh, it's probably got a picture of an asshole. <laughs> but he should it should be his face. Mm. Uh. So weird. Was he in other movies? I think he's probably done other voice acting in like major movies. Sure. I'm sure he's been in things. I mean, uh, he was like kind of like whatever. I, I just knew. Why would I, as a young man, young child, know, his, know him? But I did. Mm. Like he was part of my childhood. And now looking back, how was I? Even, it's not like he was Bob Saget doing children's television. I'm just saying he must have been in some things. This is a travesty. I, they need to... This is, I mean, who, who's this guy? The guy from Tremors? Is that what they're showing now? <laughs> We're also seemingly forgotten, despite their notable contributions to Hollywood over the decades. But one of the Academy's biggest missteps this involved leaving out a performer who starred in a film that was up for awards. In oh, right, the Triangle of Sadness, girl. Yeah. Three categories in the 2023 ceremony. Despite the fact that Triangle of Sadness was in contention for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay, the ceremony failed to acknowledge the death of actor Charles B. Dean. I mean, look, I didn't like this movie. I don't think she should have, for instance, gotten the Heath Ledger treatment. Right. And gotten a posthumous Oscar. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I'll go so far as to say, I didn't, if you asked me, only if you asked me, and you didn't tell me she was dead, 
I, I might have said, like, oh, I didn't think she was that good in it. That sounds horrible, cause, but this is assuming I didn't know she was dead. Yeah. If, if, she, if I thought she was alive, yeah, I would have nothing good, great to say about her or the movie. But she's in the movie. You, uh, you inexplicably gave this movie a, a, a best picture nod. Right. I mean, it's cr- that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you want to you know, nominate it for, like, best boat or <laughs> something, yeah, maybe. Yeah, best set design. Yeah. Um, but best picture. I mean, and what 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 gets nominated for best picture than and barely anything else? They got three nods. I, I didn't even I, I didn't even hear the other two. What were they for like best sound recording on on, on the you know best best TikTok scene? There's parts that are on their phone. I'm just saying. I think it got a I think it got a nomination for best screenplay. All right, whatever. Point is, I mean, usually best picture nominees like get a, a bunch more nominations. They don't mm-hmm. win them all. But you know they, they usually get not you know you you it's rarely like look the component parts of your film are not that great but together uh, I don't know but you got a dead girl here I'm not gonna mention her but is that why they gave it to her like look we're not gonna bring her up but <laughs> we'll nominate you for best picture <laughs> and, and they said deal do they gave the choice they said hey here's a deal you either get an in memoriam for the girl or we nominate you for best picture <laughs> do you think there was even a moment of hesitation oh, no 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 way. I don't know why that choice is being made. Do you think she like? Do you think someone in the academy? She well, this sounds like a like a weird thing to say about a dead girl. But do you think there was a vendetta against maybe, maybe a snub because of uh, you know another how this, kind of snub? This sleazy business works. Yeah. I mean, now I'm wondering why she's dead. I know she supposedly got sepsis in the hospital somewhere, but I don't know how powerful is the academy. She had some kind of uh, removal of some kind, and there was like some. Risk of complication, infection, or something. I was. I, I'll say it's a risk. That's the official story. <laughs> I'll say there was a risk. <laughs> you know. Um, so R.I.P. I still don't know her name. I mean, it is crazy just because she was so young that yeah. it's like it's like it. And yeah, the movie is nominated for. Like, I mean, like, this new, there's better things to put on. This, to anyone watching, this shot of her. I mean, you could have found a more flattering picture for a dead woman. She's a pretty, you know, not my type, but you know, pretty woman. Yeah. I mean, I, again, dead woman's not my type. My <laughs> point is, like, but I'm not trying to, like, trumpet her praises or whatever. Uh, but why do you have this weird, like, shot of her in this darkly lit? It makes her look menacing. You ever had a sepsis death at the morgue? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I don't know. I mean, there was weird stuff inside people, weird infections. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was sepsis deaths. I mean, uh, I have people. I knew people. I knew people who died of sepsis. Oh yeah! Oh right. Yeah, and um, and it was uh, actually ex President Ford. <laughs> uh, I I actually knew him a little. I mean, I he, I didn't do his autopsy, but uh, I I briefly knew him in my younger years, and he was a very sweet man. But he refused um, to use the bathroom properly, mm. and he would hold it in. That's not good for you. And um. I don't know that caused it. They had a perforated bowel, I think. Can we be sued for this? <laughs> <laughs> for me revealing these secrets, the Ford family. Hashtag satire. <laughs> uh, they were good. Yeah. I would love to be, I would love for that to be the thing we could take it down for. That we just lied about President Ford. <laughs> Dying of sepsis. Yeah. <laughs> Is he alive still? No. No, he's dead, right? No. Okay. Well, RIP Ford. Uh, you 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 have a crush on him, don't you? Yeah, young young girl Ford, very very attractive man. Like a bull. 
So I mean, yeah. you got me into it. You like you like sold me on I'm like I'm a, I'm a historical cuckold. Yeah. <laughs> I like to show you like young Stalin, young Ford, mm. and then we go to town. <laughs> yeah, I get you all worked up into a lather, looking at these old dead men. Um. <laughs> anyway, the so a, a, anything else to bring up about these? I mean, Paul Servino is is crazy. Um. What? Who do you think? If you could include some people in the in the uh, that they should like not the people they listed, but is there anyone you think was left off? Um, about Khashoggi, that journalist <laughs> that got killed in Saudi Arabia. It would have been nice if they included Khashoggi. I know it wasn't this year, but I mean, like, I, I feel like if they did do it this year, it would still be nice. Yeah, if they had like like security footage. Of that him being chopped up or whatever, which you know, look at my am I being in bad taste, perhaps. But I mean, if they showed that footage under the you know Lenny Kravitz music, you know, uh, tearjerker, tearjerker. I mean, we don't shut up about Khashoggi. We 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 we, we go. We're, we're, I feel like we're, we're going to do a little war over him, or whatever. But yeah, we can't put him in the in memoriam. Yeah, we talk a big game. That's a great point. What about all these Ukraine soldiers? We can't put some of them in, in the thing. Yeah, yeah. Just take a few of them. Take yeah. the one that looks like you. Yeah, he's probably. You think he's dead? Yeah, he's probably dead. Damn, <laughs> that's sad. My doppelganger's dead. <laughs> Hope not. No, he's. Right, I'm ancient heaven, dead. buddy. Peace. <laughs> uh, anyone else we could put in there? Paul Pot. Um. Or people he killed, maybe. Yeah, just a few of them. Anyway, uh, we have this. Uh, other thing is, is moving on from the Oscars. Uh, we found this clip of uh, I don't even know who these two guys are. One guy's like a head of the Teamsters, and the other one's some senator or something. Yeah, I'm not sure which senator it is, but it's uh, a Republican senator is questioning the with the um one of the leaders of the Teamsters union, right? And asking him about his, probing him about his salary. Right. Well, you know, it, it's, it's a bizarre exchange. I, I like this guy, though. I think we're, we're going to like this guy. What do you bring for that salary? What do I bring? Yeah, what do you, what, do you, what <laughs> job? <have> you <laughs> this guy's a real, just like, I don't, I'm not saying he's an actual, t- but he's the kind of guy, like, <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's just calling like a cocksucker. Yeah. Committed. Or have you, have you uh, uh, started? What job have you created? One job, other than sucking the paycheck. Out of some other body, somebody else that you want to say that you're trying to provide because you're forcing them to pay dues. And no, we don't force. Well, Senator, you've asked the you're question. You're out of line. Actually, the that's your that's your buddy Bernie in the <laughs> background because he's chairman of this thing. Mm. And no, don't tell me I'm out. You of are out of line. Don't tell me I'm out of line. You frame you frame the statement like a tough guy. You frame the statement like a tough guy. You think you're a fucking tough guy asking me questions? Hold it, tough guy. I'm not afraid. Why can't this ever? Why can't this energy ever be recreated in politics? Like it is why, politics. Well, about? well, it is politics, but I mean, like in a political candidate. Do you not remember like, Trump? But <laughs> what are you talking about? No, but I mean, like on the le- on on the left. Oh, on the left. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's a different story. Why can't the left? Why can't? Why is it never just a guy like this? I'll reframe your question. Why can't Democrats vote for Trump? <laughs> I mean, look, this is, uh, yeah, why can't they? I don't know. I, uh, probably because your Democratic friends don't like guys like him. They yeah, think maybe they, not. They, 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 look, the left loves to bite their hand. Who do you think does labor unions well? 
like, you know, soft-spoken uh, old men, you know, people who are good at chess, guy, knuckleheads. Guys who, like, well, are you going to tell me to shut the fuck? Fuck you, Senator. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this guy's just effortlessly so good. Yes. Like, but, just run him. But this is why, they, look, the Democrats stayed in power for, like, 40 years at one point because they had this, what, Jimmy Hoffa was in, in charge of the team. You know, like, yeah. there was, that was his deal. Right. You know, they, Chicago, Chicago was just making, you know, putting se- people in the cemeteries into the voting rolls. <laughs> and, it was, and it worked out great for them. And then they, and they got all like, oh, what if we, like, worry about people's feelings? It's like, that's not what the Democratic Party was. Yeah. The Democratic Party was a bunch of bruisers. <laughs> I mean, the, look, the mob ran labor unions. That's what they did. And, and it was good. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, we all have horror stories about, like, oh, guys who worked at Ford before they broke up the unions or whatever. Or they went to China or whatever they did with these car companies. You know, oh, the guys were, you hear like things like, oh, we, like guys would take turns, like taking days off because, you know, they, there's nothing to do because there's like excess jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, you have, you know, banks just, just ri- ripping people off. <laughs> You're all crooks, but you need some crooks on your side. Right, yeah. But the, de- but the no, Demo- that's a great point. But the Democrats want to like pretend to be high and mighty, but they got Pelosi doing, you know, insider trading. Right. They can't make up their goddamn mind. Anyway, I should I should run for uh, ombudsman. Back to this. This is see. This is why. Okay. Also, one quick point about Aaron Sorkin. Yes. This is, but maybe this is why part of me will always like part of me can't get on board with Sorkin because I always feel like he's trying to do this, like he's trying to write this guy. Yeah. And he's always like just coming up a little bit short because he's kind of a dandy. He's a little feet. Yeah. I, I agree. He's not the most. Uh, he's, he. I don't think he's ever hit a woman, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> Senator, you don't hold speak, it. But don't sit there and tell me I'm out of line. Senator, you made a statement. You asked the question. I didn't ask the question. You did it. You did. I answered question. the question. You asked the question. God, how well, much it was rhetorical. Let him answer. It was, rhetor- it was a rhetorical Let, Well, question. you may think it's rhetorical. It Sounded was rhetorical. to me like a question. Let him answer the question. I'm not yielding my time. Bernie's so boring. <laughs> why doesn't he just be like, shut the fuck up? Like, why do you get a cue from this guy? This guy's <laughs> hand, hand, handing you a layup, and you're just going, hey, I'll, you'll get your time back. He's, yeah, he's, well, to be fair to him, I think he's trying to set this guy up. Like, he's trying to make it so that he can, like, he has time to, he, he can get a shot in, but he also has time to answer. Well, like, oh, fair enough, but then, then, so good. So Bernie, and Bernie's getting none of the shine. <laughs> that's why he's not president. Because <laughs> he gives other people the shine. <laughs> so if you're going to let me keep my time, that's fine. You'll have your time. Let him, you ask, ask the question. question he has so, a right to answer that. As far as my salary goes, my salary, if you follow me around, I walk, I actually look at this building. I bet you I work more hours than you do. <laughs> it's all just such like, what do you call this, like non, like it's just like, un, what do you call that kind of statement? Just like a, like a, like a, just, a spurious claim? Just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great though. Hey, I'm, uh, you, we're a pussy. I work hard. Just, just a lot of like cocksure bullshitting. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's impossible. But no, that is, that's true. <laughs> I love it also, like, that's impo- this, is, this is the height of, like, debate. Yeah. Like, that's impossible. No, that's true. <laughs> no, no one's trying to cite facts. No one's right. trying to, like, make points. <laughs> you're a bitch. No, you're a bitch. <laughs> I fucked your wife. I fucked your wife. <laughs> Sir, you don't even know what art work is. Secondly, you want to follow yeah. my schedule? Be, Secondly, be, I'll do it in a minute. That's we not, hold greedy CEOs that's like yourself not. accountable. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. You want to attack my salary? I'll attack yours. Here, what did ahead. you make? What did you make when you owned the company? When I made my company, I kept my salary down at about uh, fifty thousand a year because I invested every penny into it. Okay. Right. You mean you hid money? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. 
Hold on a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, he threw on his back foot there. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I mean, that was uh, great because you you think it's like all right. You think he's like backing down for a second. Right. <laughs> you mean him? Oh, you mean <laughs> he took, took him a moment? But yeah. Look, I mean that that's what the sooner you figure out how fake this all is, mm. uh, the better. <laughs> you know. Like what you sitting there trying like you know you be be oh AI chatbots gonna like make retor- make an argument they don't, no one needs that just fucking just throw some acid in his face mm. you know that's how politics works right threaten his kids <laughs> you know I don't know pretend to be a doctor and makes you know false claims about his wife mm. you know I happen to be I happen to be in the medical profession they found out some things about your wife's <laughs> medical history like that's well, you've never truth. What could that possibly imply? She 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 eats. She's one of the people who eats carpet uh, and couch stuff. That's you know what I'm talking about? It's disgusting. You know, like with people who pick at the couches. You ever mm-hmm. see that on Oprah? Chairman, have you ever seen that on Oprah Winfrey? The people who pick at the couch and eat it. <laughs> Those people are disgusting. His wife's one of them. I'm a doctor. One of these cou- couch munchers. Yeah, couch munching wife. <laughs> anyway, here's my plan for installing solar panels at the local pool. <laughs> please, please vote for me. Or whatever this, however this works, um, yeah, I would vote for that guy. If that guy wants to run for something, I'll vote for him. Mm. Uh, I don't know his name. I don't know the politician's name. Uh, we, we, but yeah, utterly meaningless though. Yeah. In the, con- in the, in the context of this week, because we have a much bigger fish to fry. See, I said it right this time. Fish fry. We have a bit much bigger fish <laughs> fry. Uh, this bank, which I thought was a made-up bank, has apparently failed. This uh, SVB, which is the, the, the Silicon Valley Bank. Yes. It over the weekend, it is um. Let's let's go through this story because you know we're not. I'm not at the at the peak of my financial prowess, but uh, this ba- the Bank of Silicon. Am I am I the only one who thinks the Bank of Silicon or Silicon Valley Bank sounds like something a monopoly? Oh yeah, I guess it, it just sounds be. like a fake bank. But whatever. Apparently, it was real, and people had money in it. So you know, sorry. But let's take a look. You know, let's let's take a look at this article. On March 10th, Silicon Valley Bank, one of the most prominent leaders in the startup ecosystem, collapsed. Federal regulators stepped in to allay fears and limit risk in the broader financial system. Then it gives kind of a timeline. Let's just go to the timeline. Yeah. March 8th, Silvergate Capital, a cryptocurrency-focused bank, announced it would cease operations and liquidate its assets after a bank run forced the California lender to sell a chunk of its debt securities. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank concerned investors when it said it needed to shore up its balance sheet and raise $2 billion in capital. It was forced to sell a bond portfolio at a $1.8 billion loss. Okay, lesson one. Lesson one. uh, You can call these bank tips. Tips for bankers. All right. This, this is Raycom Finance Boy. This is Raycom Ray Ray Finance Boy, and this is this is an esoteric tip, right? This is not a tip that everyone can use. Uh, this is this is a highly technical, uh, this, you know, um, piece of nugget of information that's that's informed by years of study uh, and, and just nuanced approach. If you happen to be in, in charge of a bank and you need to raise capital, here's what you say: I got a Coke problem. <laughs> Bad, all right. I need. We need to raise money for my Coke problem. <laughs> you never say we need to raise capital. <laughs> Are you crazy? The whole look. The I don't know 
if you're a libertarian. I know you're like a Mises Institute person now. <laughs> you're like a libertarian. No. And like, you know, and other people think, you know, banks should be regular. Oh, I don't care what side of this you're on. You have to acknowledge that these things are largely fake. Not in the way I was accusing this bank of being. But like the whole thing, it's fractional reserve banking. Whether you like it or not, it's a dance, right? It's like, hey, you know we don't have all the money. Right. If you all come, like, this is what bank run is. A bank run's not like a mistake. Like, people think, like, whoa, you have to mismanage it. It's like, it's based on the idea that, like, only, you know, and the numbers change maybe, but, like, in ballpark, 10%, only 10% of people or 10% of the money in a bank's, like, overall deposits is needed for the customers at any given time, right? So the idea is, like, it, it started out with, like, a, the, uh, what do you call that? The, the gold warehouses back in Florence, back in the Middle Ages or whatever. Mm. And there was, you know, everyone would just keep their gold. They would trade gold certificates because they don't want to carry big bricks of gold around. And, and so they'd buy their coffee with gold certificates or whatever, or, or houses. And, and, and eventually these guys were like, hey, why don't we just keep the gold and just make more tickets? Mm. And that's how this whole thing started, right? Now, a bank run is kind of like, yeah, it, it's bound to happen. Now, the Federal Reserve kind of keeps that from happening most of the time because it keeps – it's basically a way to just kind of pull all the money together so at any given time, no one's – I'm not even sure how it happened here because uh, I'm not that smart. Mm. But the point is – Well, this one is like – It's based on confidence is my point. Right. And you have to be confident, and you can't be telling people you need to capitalize. That's That, that, sh- that guy should be in jail <laughs> for fiduciary – Irresponsibility, mm. and also maybe for whatever he was involved with his bank was cryptocurrency. Yeah, well, well, is it like is it? That's one thing I don't understand. Like, is it backed by cryptocurrency? Like, you're no, just, I don't. It I, can't well, be right. Like that, that would be totally illegal. No, banks make investments. Yeah, in, 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 like in general, I don't know much about. It. Apparently, this bank had uh, investments, I'm not sure to what extent, in these crypto funds or some other or some other crypto bank which itself had an issue, I believe. And then, you know, because of that, you know, they, look, they have to report like, oh, like we, you know, which is also crazy to me because you're not keeping all the money. So like, why are we so strict about, oh, like they have to keep this amount of money, right? Like 10%, let's just say. Mm. And if they don't, well now we're like, we're, you know, we're gonna, we have to announce that because of laws and therefore, provoke our own bank run you see how this works this is why this is look this this is how bank runs happen a lot i mean a lot of the time back in the 1800s they were uh, they were making bad investments like people got twisted people would say like oh the banks it was just arbitrary right like bank runs were arbitrary no like people get a whiff but the whiff came from somewhere right Mm. and like you know maybe this bank invested in a lot of uh you know commercial dog shit for, you know, for manure. But then people realize they don't want dog shit for manure. They prefer horse shit or other type of bullshit, you know, cow shit. Right. I don't know. And then so whatever. So that bank got, you know, hey, they, they just got a bunch of dead dogs <laughs> in a warehouse. This is a shit investment. It's all going down. And, you know, the rumor starts. And, and look, you got money in the bank. Why are you going to be the only sucker who keeps it in there? Right? That's how it worked, basically. I mean, you know, this is, it, sometimes it was different industries. It wasn't always, you know, manure related. There's got to be a way to turn you into a finance influencer. There's got to be a you way. Just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That this this is the genesis of our, our next failed venture. There's got to be. 
There's got to be at least a few million people who would buy an ebook with about this stuff. Yeah, like, I just lie. Yeah, <laughs> you just lie. <laughs> well, that's sure. like required if you want. Yeah. yeah, if you want to make Here's money, how to make you gotta money. lie. Here's how to make money: cut off your arm. <laughs> It'll motivate you. Um, but yeah. So my point is, it seems odd that you have to like. If I was in charge of a bank, it's the one rule I wouldn't follow. Like, you're in charge of a bank. You know when you say that, it's not going to... What bank ever comes back from that? Maybe thousands do every year. I don't know. But it seems like a, like a death sentence to say we need to shore up our capital. <laughs> um, so I would just not say it. And what are they going to do? I mean, when's the last time they put a banker in jail? Why are you following... This is the rule you follow? These guys, like, collapsed the economy 10 years ago with, with these crazy toxic assets. These credit default swaps, all this, what they call these synthetic CDOs, mm. just making shit as they go. The bond companies are in cahoots. And, 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 and AIG is just giving insurance to every single person in, in the world so they can't possibly you know, cover everything. But the one rule you follow is like, oh, little guys, are, we're in a little bit of trouble. Oh, I think we should, we need to recapitalize. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you ruined it. This is absurd. I mean, think of it. Who went to jail after after the financial crisis? Like one guy. Yeah. They mentioned him in the Big Short, and there's some guy no one even heard of. It's a random guy. Right. All those CEOs, all those all those people who torpedoed pension funds. No one goes to jail. What were you so afraid of? Someone should have stopped that guy. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> Insane. Anything else here to mention? Um. Apparently, they bailed him out. And you're against the bet. You you were actually saying before we, when we brought this up. Well, I just remember reading like you know I guess this happened over the weekend, uh, the, but like uh, I guess it changed over the weekend. But like at one point I was reading that like Joe Biden was basically saying like this is how capitalism works. Like right. deal with it. We're not going to bail you out. He was referring to buying an ice cream cone. <laughs> um, he didn't know about the bank. He was like, "This is like I pay money. I got a delicious yes, sir. ice cream. Yes, cone. it's a, it's how capitalism works. Isn't but you know what? Wonderful? Yeah, you know what? This one is on us. You know, in, don't in, worry about you it. You know, in Turkey, you can't buy ice cream. I don't know if it's I'm true. I'm pretty sure that's not true, sir. But because you know. they're because they're because they're not capitalists. They're <laughs> they're Greeks. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Mr. President, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming to the ice cream stand. Uh, you know, it's gonna it's. It's, it's going to be great for business. Thank I've, you for the I've, picture. I've, I think I've messed myself. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, apparently by Please the, don't smell anyone on your way out. <laughs> That's how you get the flavor. <laughs> it's like one of those things, like, what, what are those things that people with wine do? Where they smell things, where they smell, they, don't they like take fruits and smell them first? You're supposed to do that after someone dies. No, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's how that's part of the it's a very important part of the grieving process is what smelling them <laughs> is, is is smelling people's things you go around and you smell you take big whiffs of people's stuff is that is this some like diane kruger ross thing or whatever is that it's, it's something i've heard is that a woman who wrote the seven stages of grief or whatever i don't think she talks about the smell factor oh, okay but uh did you yeah. Okay, well, I never heard about that. I was talking about people who drink wine and like, pair, <laughs> pair it with chocolate or something. Oh. And I think they, like, they have little herbs they smell or something. Point is, by, it was something to do with Biden doing that with children before he eats ice cream. It, it, it's <laughs> got, it got away from us. <laughs> well, hey, in a way, all three are connected. Sure. It's... A lot of death. Yeah. <laughs> One way or another, we're all going to die. Um, yeah, so it's bang- how do you feel about the bailout? Um... I mean, look, it's like it's a predicament that 
unfettered capitalism seems to put us in a lot. Like it, you know, it kind of happened like John, John Fetterman capitalism. Unfetterman capitalism. <laughs> um, you know, it just like it puts us in these binds where it's like you have to bail out the people who uh, fucked up or the economy collapses. And then, like, so it's like you, the only solution ends up being like something that just perpetuates the problem. Like, I, I get why they happen. Like, I don't, right. I'm not, I'm not necessarily one of these, like, you know, just like, just don't do it, just don't bail them out. Cause I get right. that has consequences. Well, look, I, I like, everyone likes the idea, at least not everyone, but a lot of people like the idea of moral, like, well, it's a moral hazard if you, if you, if you, if you bail them out. So, you know, if they, they think that, you know, bears get bear with a Lehman getting bailed out, cause Bear Stearns to collapse or whatever. Look, there's a logic to that. There is a logic that they, the banks do play hooky, right? Mm. So there's definitely a logic of like, if we keep bailing people out, we'll have to bail them out forever. But we've like we 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 started too late, you know. We we, we should have been doing this in the forties, right? Fifties, we while while we were watching Leave It to Beaver, we should have been you know in for, like, keeping banks in line and, and and giving them hard hard lessons. It's a little late as the as the, as the you know the empire crumbles to start you know counting. Oh man, technic, this is actually a moral hazard. <laughs> this is like this is like a. In the, in the in the Roman Colosseum, if you try, if you say like, oh, you know, don't let the lion eat the Christian. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I have no analogy here. It's bad. It's it, things have gotten out of hand, and so we can't. I think it's a little weird now to start going like, well, ignore the systemic risk. Right. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. I I get why. There's nothing to be done. Is my point, which we will not say on my new financial channel. <laughs> I'll always pretend there's something to be done, but there's nothing to be done. It's gotten too bloated. You can't go, like, oh, the Fed, we got to get over to the Fed. What do you think happens when you unravel the Fed at this point? Hmm. You can't unravel this thing. Well, you know, look at how they inflated the currency for hundreds of years. Yes, exactly. Right. It's all a goddamn mess now. You try to unravel this merry-go-round, we're all going to be eating dirt. I mean, the, mo the, the like actual realistic thing that one could do, yeah. right, is that they could – is that you could bail them out, but while you kind of like have them at your, um, you know, mercy, you also use it as an opportunity to like pass regulations. Here's what but you like, do. Here's what you could do. I'll be honest with you. Here's what you could do. But they don't want to do that. You bail these banks out, and then you put these people in jail. Huh? Right. Huh? Yeah. But who pays? Who who pays for people to get into office? Right. There you go. Yeah. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Why don't we? Why aren't weapons manufacturers better people? <laughs> I mean, in a way, it's like another. It's another version of the thing that happened with the railroad strike, where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah, on some level, like Biden was right to force an agreement because, like, it would have caused a crippling recession if the railroads had shut down. But right. like, but also, like, let's not pretend that he didn't have another option, which was to force a deal where, like, they got the pay increase and the sick days, like. You know, sure, uh, or, or, or to just pretend to be on the side of the railroad workers by, like, riding the cellar train every day, like he claims to. <laughs> After my wife died in a mysterious crash, I ride the Estella every day to Delaware. Why do you just get a place in D.C.? Right. What are you doing? My boys need to see me. I need to smell them every <laughs> night to make sure they're good boys. It worked out, didn't it? <laughs> you smell like a burn pit. <laughs> Um, no, but honestly, like, that's a good point. Like, it's like people think, like, the part that think, people think the corrupt part is when the bailout happens or when the right. forced deal happens. But really, the corrupt part is what just doesn't happen when that thing happens. Yeah. Like, 
You could have like, put you could have put Jamie Diamond in jail, right? Like, I don't know if Jamie or or who are the other guys? Uh, who was the guy from Goldman Sachs back then? Lord Blankfein? I don't know who who do you pick? But then again, like you know that that guy that guy was the the treasury treasury secretary's boss two months earlier. Mm. Yeah, you know, before what's his name? Uh, whoever the I forget the guy's name, but my point. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a it's a revolving door. Put them into some kind of like fight club. <laughs> Where they have to fight other bankers at least. Yeah. I mean, that look, make them be in a prison reality show. Now, it doesn't have to be the worst. Oh, yeah, they're rich. So they don't go to Gen Pop. I would love, yeah, we all love to see that happen. This ain't the French Revolution. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm not Robespierre. But I can get you is a nice reality prison show. And it ain't going to be great. They'll have, you know, the, it, the food will be a little better than real prison. They might be able to, you know, bu- bu- you know get some Coke. But, you know, otherwise, you know, and then we watch them fight each other. Mm. We watch them, you know, we watch them bite. We watch them piss. They got to take dumps on camera. Yeah. That could, that, that could get some, that could curb inflation a bit. And they might, honestly, that might, they might actually be incentivized by the reality show saying uh, to, to the bankers maybe wouldn't fight it if it had the reality show angle because that means they can, like, you know, they can promote, you know, their ebook on hustle grind on, on, on these guys don't tend to know, be those like grind uh, style. I think you're thinking of like uh, <laughs> exactly. Gary V or something. These are these guys don't tend to like like the public but eye. They could have a second career as a Gary V. Possibly, yeah. I mean, these yeah. guys tend to avoid the public scrutiny. You know, yeah. <laughs> they, they're perfectly happy to hide in the shadows, uh, metaphorically. But you know, but maybe, yeah, maybe. We give all of them a public l- l- relationship. Jamie Diamond's just shaking his ass on TikTok. We have we have Andrew Tate mentor all of them. Sure. Yeah. We, we sent them to Romania? In prison. Okay. Yeah. Are they, are they cam girls for Tate? <laughs> <laughs> is is he going to brand them? You get branded by Andrew Tate. That's what you, I mean, that'd be amazing. Imagine a, a trial where, like, the head of the, of the, the bank of Silicon Valley Bank, he, the judge is like, and for, your, for your crimes of financial malfeasance, you'll be branded by the, uh, by, what, what, is there a nickname for him? El Madre or something? Oh. Andrew Tate? Um, a top G or something? Top, top, you'll be branded by Top G himself. Yeah. Andrew Tate. <laughs> of the Tater Tops thing. <laughs> I think we got a solution here. Yeah. Bring, get Tate involved. Tate's like a, a fixer now. Mm. In our world, at least. <laughs> I, love the, I would love to see that. No, no, not, not, not particularly in our world. <laughs> I, no, I, love what you, I love what you've come up with here. <laughs> is, that we, is that we basically turn Andrew Tate into like, like what's that movie, Triple X? Where like they, they get like a prisoner to be like, the, you know. Uh, like like a secret agent, mm. we get we we get Andrew Tate back from Romania to like enforce financial crimes. <laughs> that, that that would be a that, like. Do you think Tate can be? Is Tate American? No, he's British, right? So he can never be president. Yeah, <laughs> I don't condone anything he <laughs> said. I don't condone anything he said. I don't condone anything he was accused of doing. But I do think he could. You know, we could use like the Suicide Squad. We could use Andrew. That's who it would be. Everyone likes the idea, the idea of the Dirty Dozen, right? Right. Or Triple X or Suicide Squad. It would be Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson. Mm. We could use, well, I guess he's out in jail. Uh, no. <laughs> we'll get him on something eventually. Uh, the Russians already did. <laughs> um, speaking of, we'll move on. Uh, we have this. I mentioned a uh, milk tweet. Uh, it sounded a little cryptic, right? Mm. Nice, nice teaser. We have our, our, 
look, we we should we should kind of rebrand our show as the Jordan Peterson show. <laughs> we talk, we've been talking about him a lot recently. I love him. I mean, honestly, it's like I I I, I, I all I want to do is watch him and learn and, and just listen to him, and it's amazing. I, I've got to say, maybe one of the best things about Elon Musk own Twitter yeah. is how insane Jordan Peterson's Twitter got, has got. It's gotten like, crazy. Uh, this is... Um, I don't think he was even... I don't even think this was stuff that he was repressing that he wanted to tweet before Elon Musk. I think it's just one of those like serendipitous things where it's like he, Elon Musk takes over just as Jordan Peterson is going really insane. Right. Um, what does he say here? He's got this picture. I don't know if we should keep it on screen too long. It's a picture of some people with like tubes on their on their genitals as it were. So he retweeted this thing, this, this other account. I'm not sure if this person is supposed to be credible. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine not. But this person tweets out, what's going on in China? Three-child policy. And it seems to that this person is claiming that this is some kind of torture facility in China. Where they make... St- I, look, I, if you, I don't think it's that hard to get cum in China. <laughs> that you have to like have some kind of weird hospital prison. I don't think it's ever been that hard to get cum anywhere on earth. You there's plenty like, to go around. Yeah, you don't need to like strap fat men down <laughs> and like put two. Why are they? Why are these people so? You, look, this is China, right? Supposedly China. These are pretty fat guys. That's such a great. That's what's so insane about that is the idea that any country on earth would ever be like. There's not enough cum. There's not <laughs> enough men willing to come, and. Uh, look, pre- pre- Mr. President, I understand what you're saying, and I, I believe what you're saying is we're in a crisis of a, a fertility crisis, mm. and we need to get some. Uh, we need to force men to give us uh, fluids uh, to reproduce, you know, babies, right? So I'm going to round up the fats, <laughs> the fat guys, and we're going to strap them to a gurney. Whoa, hold up! Why? Why them? Why? Are we, why are we getting them? No, no, we can't. I mean, you know, we we we've got some pull here with the Chinese government. Oh, we, we have some pull. We have some pull. We get we can get you know the the most uh, the most fit, the most athletic. I don't uh, think this is arch. No, who's we? No, no, but assuming this is coming out of the you know China. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Just say, you know, we can get more. You know, no, let's just let's just get some guy who uh, <laughs> is about to die from uh, eating too many. I don't know. <laughs> get Brendan Fraser in the whale. Yeah, <laughs> people. People are so beautiful. <laughs> That's really in the trailer. People are so beautiful. <laughs> it's just he's getting milked to death by a Chinese. A Chinese. Uh, oh man, the whale would have been such a better movie if it was about that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, if, if Fat Brendan Fraser is kidnapped and brought to China oh. and milked until he's dead. Why? That should have been the movie. Darren Aronofsky's lost his edge. Yeah. That should have been that. Like, it's the kind of movie he would make back in the day. Mm. Now he's just got you know some guy was he eating mayonnaise sandwiches. Cheetos and mayonnaise. <laughs> Crying about his bully, about his daughter bullying him. Yeah, after he left her, you know, for a gay man, <laughs> which is fine. But don't leave, you know, it's like, oh, you don't love, you only part of your life. I left. You left us. <laughs> it's fine that you're gay, but it's not wanting to abandon me. Yeah. What are we talking about? Anyway. We're we talking so, about Jordan Peterson. Anyway, so this guy tweets this out, um, and then Jordan Peterson retweets it saying, such fun and unbelievable techno nightmare CCP hell. Isn't that Russia? Um, oh, oh, no, CCP. Sorry, okay. And um, uh, then it was basically revealed uh, that this was not the Chinese a Chinese torture facility. Oh. Uh, but actually, uh, man milking corn from. Mm. It it seems like it might be from America. Yeah, sure. But. Uh, 
but I guess not necessarily. But it's not from China. It's not. A, it's it, and it is. It, it it's and it's milk porn. It's man milk porn, which I didn't know existed until this uh, little. Nor did I. I mean, uh, I, if you ask me, is there? I was like, yeah, maybe. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, I mean, honestly, like I think even not knowing that it existed, if I saw this frame out of context, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's some kind of uh, that's porn. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what's getting people off about it, but it's definitely it's getting someone off. Get, I mean, Pearson. <laughs> I mean, he found like I don't know. I mean, like, why can't we? If, if he do you think his do you think his daughter walked in on him jerking off to this, and he had to just like come up with an he had to come up with an excuse. <laughs> so <he tweeted laughs> like, no, I un- I uncovered this. Right. This is I a mean, scoop. W- the reality is, if if this can get it can dupe him, why can't we? Why can't he tweet us out? Maybe 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 we should start doing this, to Jordan Peterson. Hey, Jordan Peterson, here's another, here's a here's a, a Chinese. Uh, what 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 can we get? Like what, what what would be a weird like we get apple picking? Here's what we do: we we set up a panicked looking scene. Yeah. With you, mm-hmm. um, basically saying like in a very like panicked way to the camera, um, uh. Don't listen to them. That was that was a cover up. It wasn't porn. Jordan Peterson was right. I'm being held in a Chinese torture facility, and they're milking me every day. Okay. Please, then, please, please, Doctor Peterson, retweet this. Should we? Yeah, that's a good idea. So we yeah. should we should start an account with a fake uh, Chinese activist mm. uh, who's just and, and and then just we we get like one of those Ender's Games books, mm. those, those, those YA science fiction books. We take plot lines from that and we just rehash them into this. Uh, Chinese activists Twitter thing, and, and and you know, this could be a thing. Yeah, this could be our ticket. You say, uh, you know, they're they're uh, they're gonna milk me till I'm dry, and then they're gonna cut my dick off. I think the milking oh, thing, and is also they're really woke over here. Sure. Yeah. We need more. We need more of the milking thing, though. We need to have like you know that's already been done. We need to find a new thing. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're they're right. doing. They're doing um, anal anal transplants. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. Fe- feminine um, anal transplant. I've had this, Dr. Peterson. I'm call, I'm 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 reaching out to you from a facility inside the CCP, as it were. Uh, I have been anally transplanted uh, by the by the, the the party, the Communist Party, for uh, transgressions. It's my reeducation, my anal reeducation. Uh, please use your wisdom to help. The CCP has determined that a feminine anus is the cure for toxic masculinity. Right. Um, and they might be right, but I refuse to let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do feel less violent now. But that might be because they, you know, they've... they've, they've they're, taking the, they're taking the anuses of aborted female fetuses. Wow. And, and, how and, that, graf- how, and grafting them onto ours. How would that work? They're very small. I mean, they can a do... Fetus all- anus has got to be tiny. It, it probably, it's probably I, it. They use it's, like probably, 50, it's probably too small. They use 300 anuses to replace my one anus. This is one of the unintended consequences yes. of the policy. The anuses are all way too small. I feel like we should be charging, not like the people who listen to this, but we should be charging society for this, this <laughs> contribution. We, get, we, have, we, we have bank advice. We have, uh, we have anal advice. We're doing more. We're, we're, you're, you're, you're being Samaritan. Mm. We, sh- we should really, we should be like Mother Teresa or something. Yeah. We should be revered in Calcutta. Are we big in Calcutta? Mother Teresa made ba- Mother Teresa definitely made more money than we did. Oh god, yeah. She lived large. Yeah. Greedy. She's greedier though. She wouldn't go to heaven. Oh yeah. Anyway. 
Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> Uh, if you check out the Patreon. Like I said, it's patreon.com slash raycomp. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. So you can enjoy if you sign up for that if you like. And if not, we'll see you next week. <laughs>